Podcast. We're on location. We've been I've been doing this. I've been bringing the laptop every one of my trips this spring and summer. Atlanta, Washington D.C., and now first time ever, Kane and I are in the same location doing a podcast. We're in Vegas. I turned forty. We'll get into the forty series discussions in a minute. But we came down to Vegas for the NBA Summer League last night. Kane, my good friend Kevin McRae, who's also one of my Assistant coaches, we're down here living the dream. Going to hook up later with one of season one and season two guests, David Adaman from the Denver Nuggets. See how he's doing down here. We survived an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into all that. But Kane, we're in the same room, Treasure Island, doing a pot. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm, it's crazy to think that this is the first time we're actually in person doing a podcast. Right? No, seriously, we've done this is like our 89th or 90th episode. Seriously? Uh-huh. I had no idea. I know. Good for us. We, yeah, good for us. Is there like, a, if you can get to 100, is there something that you get from the Podcast Association? The listeners the would probably send us $5 is what that they would, should do. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> $5 per, oh, and we'll promise yeah. another 100 Yeah, seriously. We're yeah. getting there. So let's talk. I want. I sent you a message yesterday, because we all had early flights. Kane was leaving from Bozeman. Mac mm-hmm. was flying out of Boise. I was flying out of Portland. We all had traveling observations, so can we – let's try to sprinkle in some positivity. Like, yes. I appreciated the Alaska plane. Like, it was a nice plane. I had yeah. plenty of room. If For once, it wasn't a packed flight, so I, I was in a window. I had the whole road to myself. Mm-hmm. I cannot complain at all about the airlines. Mm-hmm. No. But I do want to talk about people observations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we all had some extremely interesting uh, situations getting in and out of – getting just to find each other in Vegas. I want to start here. Have you noticed the superpower? And I'm gonna maybe people out there, you you might be the person with this superpower that we don't have. Of your conversation, you believe is only audible or able to be heard by you, and not the other fifty people around you at the gate. <laughs> so what I'm getting at, folks, picture yourself in PDX, and you're gonna say it's a Starbucks line, and it's the six a.m. flight. So there's everybody, all of us addicts are in the line. And a, a lady behind me met a lady. Now, that's another superpower you have. You, you did it today. You just started talking to people. Mm-hmm. Started making friends at the bar. It was fantastic. I don't have the superpower. So I wouldn't just randomly talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. She started talking and went into details of her life within three minutes that the entire line then was aware of her upbringing in an alcoholic household. Ooh. Right? That is like – and it's happened on the plane. It happened – People, we can hear you. Yeah. We can absolutely hear you. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just too grounded. I mean, too uh, guarded. Mm-hmm. Too guarded in. I'm probably going to put my headphones in even if nothing is on because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get through my day. But you tend to talk to folks. So maybe I you do. got this superpower. I, I must have the superpower. I don't, I don't know if it's a superpower as much as it's the ability to feel like you're on your own little bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your own little world. Yes. And that nothing else really matters outside. No, Nothing else or anyone else matters outside. And it doesn't matter the type of conversation that you're, you're having. Uh, <laughs> I get the Treasure Island 
the the wet bar today outside of the pool. Yeah. You just struck up a conversation. I'd imagine though, you didn't deep dive into the most difficult moment in your life no, within five no, minutes. No. So that's that. Yeah, that that's where I I I would struggle with that part. Like mm-hmm. I don't get deep with conversations. Mm. Like I I get we scratch the surface. We maybe get a little bit under the surface. Yeah. I want to get to know who you are, what you're all about, <laughs> where you're from, your family, your job. Yeah. But I don't need to know any childhood memories that may be now haunting you this point yes. in your life. That was Rachel and Amanda were the two ladies behind me in the Starbucks line in the PDX. Yeah. Uh, Rachel was helping Amanda through growing up in an alcoholic household. Amanda's now, you know, 35, 40 years old. And they went for the entire line. And the rest of us around, and I do, I do really like this when you look up and you know you're annoyed. Yes. And you make eye contact yes. with somebody else that's like, that's no, I read, I'm reading you, Kip. That is. And these two are crazy favorite. as hell. That is my absolute. Favorite. <laughs> I love finding that that other random person that happens to be annoyed at the same time as you are, and annoyed by the same exact thing. Yes. And you guys just instantly have that connection. You right. feel like. Man, I want to go have a drink with that guy because I'm pretty sure we could probably hit it off and, and be laughing about a lot of things that we are both <laughs> obviously observing throughout this yes. trip. Man. Something we have similar sense of humor. There's no like doubt. last night we were playing you, me, Coach Mac. We were at a blackjack table, a phenomenal table. We had a great run, mm-hmm. but we were trying to be positive. Like let's cheer, let's have a team table situation, mm-hmm. and random people that came through our grind because we did grind for about four and a half, five hours. Yes, certain people were in. High fives. Other people, not no. so much. And head down. Yes, they're all about business. <laughs> they were there for a reason. Rain man in the cards. You said <laughs> I must have dropped that line about mm-hmm. sixteen different times. I rain man the hell out of that one, didn't I? Yes, and I feel like I did. You, I I, like you, I did. you were the big I winner. Felt like I somehow was able to rain man the hell out of the, the decks and cards, and in my mind, felt like I was counting cards, even though I was not. But somehow, I had put that in my head that. I was getting it done. I was, for, yes. I was, I was screwing Vegas. It was Vegas. skill. It was skill. I was absolutely screwing Vegas. <laughs> they had no chance. I looked over my shoulder a couple of times to see if the pit boss was eyeing <laughs> I do. I did. Because I felt like, man, look at the amount of money that I'm winning right now. I triple this, figures. This, this are they going to give me the sweet? They are might they shut the down. T.I. might shut down tonight <laughs> if this kid hits another hundred. hits <laughs> another one. I thought I was going to hit the big roller sweet. Uh, and we were going to have... Just bottle service for the next couple of days, but uh, maybe tonight I'll, I'll keep rolling, right. I'll keep counting cards, and see what I can get done, man. But but no, I, I'm with you as far as just the it's. What about airplanes? Like you're on flight, you know, you got to go recruit. You got to. We both yeah. are on flights a lot. Yeah, a lot of people talk about make a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't do that on my in my row. I'll be nice to you, like, hey, how yeah. you doing? Uh, I got the window there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's to me, it's it's it is definitely a personal choice Mm. and it is a you can get the feel right as you sit down within your row whether it's a two-person row three-person row you can instantly get a feel for who you're sitting next to yeah and what they're going to be all about if are they going to be conversationalists (laughs) they going to want to dive in deep with you yeah or are they going to be the headphones on instantly shoulders kind of turned in don't touch my leg please don't brush my shoulder i want nothing to do with human contact right now I get that feel. Hey, I'm yeah. good, man. I'm perfectly fine with sleeping the, the whole yeah, yeah. entire yeah. flight. If I get a feel from her, like yes. I, as soon as I sit down or you mm-hmm. sit down and it's, hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> Where are you going? What's going on? I'm in. Right? Let's do this. Let's conversate this thing okay. out. Let's okay. get a feel. Now, the hard part, though, is when does the conversation end? Yes. When do you end that conversation? How do you, do you get to where you want to sleep? Yeah, do you get the whole 45 minutes in 
or 50 minutes, two hours of the yeah. fight? Do you do that? Are you that comfortable with that person? Right. Or are they going to try and shut it down? And at what point do you both <laughs> go and look at each other and get the feel for, all right, I'm going to put my head on now. Are we done? Is this conversation <laughs> over? Do you want to talk some more? Or should I go headsets and sleep? Yeah, no, I, that's a, yeah, that's that's a hard feeling. That's a to get conundrum. Sometimes. That's a I conundrum. Mean, it really is. That's you probably don't, you don't want to just feel like you're cutting them off. Like yeah. maybe they do have something deep that they want to yeah. dive into you with. And I don't know what it is with me. People feel comfortable with me. That's a good thing. And they they want to just keep talking here. And if there's something they want to share, they're gonna feel like they can share it with me. And it's it's a it's a fun <laughs> deal. It's weird at times. Like. Really? Would you pick me out of everybody else here in the plane that you want to share this with me? I'm good. <laughs> do but. you lead with – do people ask what do you do and then you lead with football coach and that helps? I try and – Does I that lead, come up a lot? I lead with more with what you do. Oh, and then just dive I try and dive in. Yeah, yeah I, I want them first. Let them go and and you'll find that shoot, you ask somebody about themselves and they're – shoot. I'll, people are happy to talk. They'll talk. But I'm not going to lead with me. Hey, I'm so-and-so. I do this, this, and this. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm so and so. Where are you headed? What yeah, are you doing. Why are you going there? You and mean you don't lead with Ken Ion, defensive coordinator, Montana State. Montana State. Well, here's the thing: coaches. I don't have to lead with it because the majority of the time I've oh, got my dad yeah, propaganda we do. on. Yeah. I've got a polo or my yes. backpack. I'm not old enough or grown up enough. It's not old enough. I'm not grown up enough to travel with an actual suitcase. I noticed that. You're a I'm duffel. Still, I'm a duffel. <laughs> you got duffel. I am still duffel bag backpack it's a fancy guy. Duffel. As <laughs> As if I'm still the 21-year-old football player. I saw that. I noticed that. if they don't see it on my polo or my sweatshirt or my coat, they're going to see it on my duffel and my backpack. And they're going to go, oh. I already had, obviously, when you get on a plane from Bozeman to anywhere, it's going to be insane. Hey, coach, where are you going? What's going on? Or, hey, I was just at a guy on this trip. Hey, I was just at Bozeman or Montana State. My nephew just graduated, blah, blah, blah. What do you do there? Yeah. So... I did. I'm happy with both of us and Coach Mack, who's been on my staff for ten years. None of us have rocked our institutions. Not one time. I made it. I made it a point. I did not put a single Willamette thing, and I did not want to. Not because I don't love my job. Sometimes you just want to wear some stuff. <laughs> just some stuff that is yes. not. Please, I just want to blend in. Yeah, that's not affiliated with where you work. Can we that talk about? What... There's a great sidebar into. What is the clothing etiquette on a plane? And I'll tell you what, number one thing that is not allowed. This is for men out there. And I'm going to say not even middle-aged because it's 40. Am I middle-aged? 40? I have no idea what 40 I don't know what I am. I'm experienced, but I'm not old. I'll tell you this, guys. You can't wear a tank or a cutoff on the plane. You're going to sweat... It's disgusting. It's terrible. Knock it off. What are we right. doing? I don't want to bump shoulders with the hairy shoulder guy next to me that happens to be sweating because it's hot on the plane. I don't care how long the trip is, buddy. No. We're all on, we're all in this together. We like, all yes, we all want to be comfortable and not stink. But part of that comfortable is not having to bump shoulders, Seriously. skin to skin, right? Or my shirt to your hairy skin, yes. and sweaty skin. It's awful. And now I'm wondering, uh, well, do I smell like this guy? Now? You know what it makes me think of? Along came Polly. Yes. Ben Stiller oh, and his buddy, great scene, <laughs> Rain Dance, Rainmaker. Oh, What's that actor's name? Charlie, Philip, Philly, Phil, yeah, Philip right. Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman, and he passed away. R.I.P. Yes. But he was that sweaty guy. Yes, I'm telling you, people judge parents to get on planes, but now that we are parent, we're like, oh. go f yourself. My kid's coming. But tank top guy? No. I'm judging. I am judging the hell out of you. You are the you worst. Made that choice. Yes. You don't have to wear a tank top. Parents got to deal with kids. Right. 
Got to deal with kids. I'm all about supporting the parents. When they get on the plane, I give them like a fist as yes. they're going down the aisle. Like, hey, man, I got you if you need me. It's like a I'm right here. 21 gun salute. Seriously. I'm right here, <laughs> bud. Don't worry about me. Yeah. If I will trade seats with the person next to you if they're uncomfortable because I will be there with you. And yes. I'll hold that kid's hand yeah. if you need me. To. And I, you know what I do? I scan the gate for people judging the parents. Oh, and then 100%. I'm like, fuck you. Exactly. I'm, I'm with that team. I'm the same way. I'm team parent. Yeah. No Get out of here. 100%. Um, when we landed, uh, we had a, we've had a hell of a lift situation. Between the three of us, we were in different terminals. So it was a whole ordeal. We won't bore you with the details, but trying to get a lift. You guys out here's the story. We went where we were supposed to, did we not? We followed all the park like ride share signs Every in sign. the Vegas airport to where the lift was going to pick us up. Lift and Uber. Yeah. Our lift driver, we'll just say his name was James. I don't remember what it was. I think it was Pete. Pete. Pete calls me, which is unusual, right away after he gets the ride and says, Hey, you got to go up a level. And we're like, no, we're not. The entire world's here. <laughs> Down here, everybody's getting their Lyft and Ubers, Pete. There's a sign that says Lyft and Uber yeah. right here. Pete says, no, you got to go up to level two, row M. I got my lights on. <laughs> so, Kane and I, you know, we're ex between the two of us. It's almost 80 years of life. We went up a level trying to find Pete. And eventually, we're like, wait a minute. Are we about to be kidnapped? <laughs> Murdered? Mug, because he kept saying, no, come farther yeah. down. Row M. And there was no row M. It went A, B, C, and the deepest one was D. Mm -hmm. That was as deep as this went. In a tiered parking garage, and we're just the only people on this whole level. Yeah. It's like the Candyman. It was creepy as It hell, was super. Though. There was, yeah, the, to me, either there was someone watching us and laughing hysterically <laughs> as we wandered up and down the rows of level two. Nobody even close to us. Or there was some creeper yeah. that was just waiting for us to show up, and he was going to take us back and drive us out into the desert, and we would never mm -hmm. been seen or heard of from again. And that would be our own fault. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, and then we had another hell of a movie though. They would have oh, made a hell gosh. of a movie out of it. We butchered the lift get on at Treasure Island because different motels, different places. Now people have different locales to pick people up, but this Treasure Island lift pickup is not like, hey, you got a different lane than the valets do. Yeah. It's Go across to the construction zone and see if she'll slow down to pick you up. It's horse shit is what it is. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're in here. Mm -hmm. I'm 40. We went to the summer league. Let's talk yeah, summer league. Summer league, man. What, Let's what talk were, some give me league. your expectations coming in. We were going to we yep. had the tickets to Zion and RJ. Yep. We went to see Bulls Lakers. Yep. What were you expecting to see? And then we'll get into what we did. Yeah, see. to be honest, the only thing, the only experience I had with summer league was obviously on NBA TV. Yep. Glancing at it every once in a while. Every once in a while, they'd be on ESPN when some of the bigger names are playing. And uh, I would watch 10 minutes of it on TV and get bored as hell. But I didn't realize how big of a deal it it's, really is. Yeah. And it, yeah. Was, it was a really cool experience just walking into the, first of all, UNLV's stadium. It's, it's is famous. Awesome. Yeah. It's really nice. Absolutely. Really just. And just seeing the uh, the old running Rebs from 1990. Oh, yes. Their jerseys hanging, the rafters, Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman. You made a good Greg point, though. Anthony. No Anderson no Hunt. Anderson we're Hunt. pissed off about that. was number 12 not hanging in the rafters. Anderson Hunt drove that team. Oh, my Thanks. God. But, uh, anyway, so that, the, the 
place itself, and then the food and the vendors and everything. They got a Dairy Queen in there. I almost yes. got a Blizzard. They had cocktail line. They had every. I had two tacos for four bucks. Yeah, with a beer. Had a great hot dog, all beef, hundred <laughs> percent, and supposedly general admission seating was a good idea. Like, there was one specific section that was like for the big wigs. That's yeah. reserved. But the rest of the entire arena, get there and sit out. Yeah, wherever you feel wherever like it. Wherever you want. Just get there when if you get there early, you're gonna get the better seats right. in general admission. If you don't, then you're gonna have to sit up in the upper level. But no seat was no. Bad. It's a nice mo- and it's connected to the other arena. Yeah, Cox Pavilion, which is where they put the JV squad. <laughs> when it's the Pistons versus Croatia. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You'll be over there. But uh, as far as the just watching, so it was cool to see like the first game with uh, Kobe White. Yep. From North Carolina, yeah, for the Chicago Bulls. Yep, uh, he obviously stood out. Um, the Lakers had absolutely nobody, nobody worth remembering. But LeBron was the, in the building. Yeah, besides the dude that had six fouls in the first half. There, and that's another thing we were unaware of. Yeah, summer league ball, foul away, unlimited fouls. The the Lakers guy had a triple double with fouls. It was it was so to me. I was sitting there going, "If you have unlimited fouls, just hammer." There's no easy layups. I'm hammering the hell out of all. It's like that's during uh, Spokane Hoop Fest. Yes, I'm gonna yes. hammer the hell out of you. It's like arch rivals oh, video game. No question. Yes, no question. Oh, Spokane Hoop Fest, a great one. But um, but no, it was it was it was cool. It was really cool. And just kind of walking around. Yes, because that's what I do when I go to things you like do. this. I just walk. I I wander. I meander around. I see. I take it all in. I go to every vendoring spot or vendor spot I can, but um, I try and just I people sight and yes. saw all sorts of NBA personalities walking around. That was it was really cool. And then seeing LeBron, yes, sitting sat down yes. on the court side, AD showing up, the whole place going nuts. Crazy when AD showed up. Um, it, it was it was pretty cool in that regard. We sure. will say that Kip made a fool of himself. No, with an was... NBA sighting, we got our stuff. Hot oh, dogs. Oh God, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Okay, so here we are. Me, oh Coach Matt, Kane. We all get our own little drink carriers with our hot dogs. We're ready, man. We're going to go check it out. Bam, Abai, you know, Bam from the Heat. I can't say his name right. Uh, yeah, we see Bam is like two feet from us. And I go, Bam! And he looks back, gives me the what up nod. And I'm like, yeah! And then in that moment, I spilled the entire tray of hot dog, beer, Gatorade everywhere. And just kept walking. I just played it off. Just played it off. Just threw out there. It was worth it. And just kept on walking. Oh, that was classic. It was, uh, but that that was another people situation. Because once again, we're loud. Yep. We're having a good time. Oh, yeah. But the crowd around us, they, it was a good thing they were the right personalities. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they found us funny. Yeah. And it's the last thing That's you want to uh, do is laugh at something we say. Because now we're going to bombard now you. It's, yeah, now it's over. <laughs> now we got you. You're in. You are in our circle. Yeah. We've expanded our circle to include you, and so, and if you turn and give us a comment of any sort as far as, hey, that was great, or what about this, you are now our best yes, friend. Yes, oh, for sure. So we had at least 15 people. Oh, no no doubt. High-fiving, laughing. We had, we had a great time up in the boonies, and, and just harass. We almost probably got our ass kicked a, a couple different yes. times. Well, here's another, it's a it's human thing. It's human, yeah. It's if you human, come up. Courtesy. You come up a, ra- a, a landing, is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. You come up the stairs, and now you're in the arena, and you're looking for your seat. That's one thing if it's assigned rows, you got to find G number 32. This is general admission. You just, just go find something open. Just find a seat. You know what you don't do is stand there and block the 20 of us sitting there from Can't seeing see. the game. 
And the last thing you do is take your phone oh, out yeah. to either get a video, a picture, or a selfie yep. right there on the damn rail, blocking the view from everybody else. I don't want to see. I didn't pay it's money. Selfish. It's purely selfish. To watch you take a selfie. <laughs> Find your seat and take a seat, please. It basically devolved into McCray yelling out, plenty of seats available, <laughs> our peanut gallery laughing hysterically and clapping when people then moved. Yes. And yeah. it was, I mean, it was like, hey, where's, your, where's our guy? You guys got to get rid of these people. They're standing yeah. up. Yeah. All right, guys. Towards the end of the Bulls-Lakers game, that was absolute, that was the only entertainment going mm-hmm. on, was mm-hmm. us harassing anybody that came up into that little stairwell and by any means hesitated to find their seat. It was the wrong play. Don't Not, come up that, that section. Was, that was danger zone. And there was maybe one or two guys that maybe had a few beers <laughs> that decided that we weren't that funny. Yeah, yeah. And decided to chirp back a little bit, which in hindsight, fair. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. But. I felt like we didn't go after anybody that had kids. No, we kids. didn't. We didn't personally attack anybody. No, we didn't tell you, go fuck yourself, sit down. <laughs> we just said, move it along. We said, hey, we need you to not be standing there. I'm going to miss the, the old Lakers. classic line, <laughs> you make a better door than a window. <laughs> Came into play plenty of times. Because it's true. Yeah. They, now, this place was sold out for a summer league game because the next game was Knicks with R.J. Barrett, number two pick, and, of course, Zion and the mm-hmm, Pelicans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was I was hyped. It was ready. It was ready. Everybody, every time Zion or R.J. dunked in warm-ups, people were ready. They were going nuts. But Zion in person. Am I zagging just because everybody else is zigging? Is that what I'm doing? Mm. I I came out of there like, yeah, he maybe is not. <laughs> I think not you LeBron used, for sure. I, yeah, no. What I say? No, what I call it? You use the the Rodney Rogers. Rodney Rogers <laughs> comparison, which is terrible. He played he in the league. Not, he played Rod, in the league. He played in the league. He's a lefty. He's a big, mm-hmm. undersized power forward, essentially. I adventure. He to... is not Zion Williams. Is not that guy. I would venture right. to say Zion Rodney Rogers shot shot it better. I hundred percent. That's okay. what Rodney okay. did. He had a, he had he a set shoot shot. It. Yeah, he was, was catching hoist. Good. He had a mid range game. <laughs> Rodney Rogers, <laughs> but he was not Zion is as explosive as it gets. Yes, that was confirmed because he dunked out. Oh, his, he, his points were all dunks. When the dude goes, he freaking goes. Like he is explosive as hell. But when he wants to just be lazy and just hang out and just kind of bounce around and not do anything, he's pretty good at that, too. Yes. And he looked absolutely out of shape. He looked like the football guys talk about, the Heisman banquet circuit, when you're like, oh, I put on 15. Yeah. He looked like he put on 15. Yeah, he took advantage of the first round pick, or first pick overall on every other media day and attention that he was getting, which I... Who can can blame him? Who can blame him? 19 years old? Yeah, right. Right, but not many of us, of us at nineteen would have been like, "Oh no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I got to get ready for this summer league baby." Right. Um, we had a problem. The Knicks had an NBA team because Tri- Alonzo Trier, it was Kevin Knox, yeah. Mitchell Robinson, all those guys have played, uh, and then they had RJ. We had a problem with their offense. I mean, we won't divulge, dive, we won't, we won't dilute the podcast with our X's and O's, but there was a lot of RJ sitting in the corner that I didn't appreciate. And mm. voiced my opinion. And the people around us considered us experts. Yes. So we were right, obviously. Yeah, obviously. We but were then right. we were going to leave because the game, Zion, the whole building hit the exits. And it looked to people like, oh, everybody must have felt the earthquake. Nobody felt the earthquake. No. We felt the Twitter bomb that Zion was done for the game at halftime because he boo-booed need with somebody. And everyone was hitting the exits. But that's when the 7.1 hit California. 
And apparently, we were already out, maybe, or in the concourse, shook the scoreboard in the Thomas and Mac. My son, Lincoln, texted me, like, Dad, are you guys okay? And I was like, yeah, man, we're in this chaos trying to find a lift. And he was like, no, there was an earthquake. No, there wasn't. There was no earthquake. And we got back and watched the coverage. It was it was kind of surreal. Like, what is happening? We were in the, people are like, Vegas, we felt it at the Thomas and Mac. The hell we did? What are you talking about? Yes, there was none of that. I you you spilled one drink. I, I know did, I didn't but have that, that was many because of Bam. So I know that it wasn't because of that that we didn't feel this earthquake. We just didn't right. feel it. Like there was now, I'm still gonna claim to be an earthquake survivor. You sh- your wife should have sympathy for you. Like it's it's emotional. It's an emotional, stressful thing. I don't know how I'm gonna handle it when I get home on Sunday, but we'll we'll figure that out, I guess. I'm gonna need probably a day and a half of not doing anything around the just house. Just being stable ground. Just, just <laughs> Sitting there watching whatever I want to watch on Netflix in order to get my mind right. Yep. Just because it was so horrific of an ordeal. But, um, yeah. I'm kind of mad. I, I, this is not to make, like, I don't want to make light of any damages no, or casualties. No, 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 no. Like any, people that actually yes. have survived. But I kind of feel cheated. Like, I wish I would have felt it. Yeah. I've never felt an earthquake. It's and, interesting. And you said you had, you felt one in Bozeman, Bozeman a while yeah. back. Yep. Um, yep. yep. Sidebar. I felt like one of the best things of the NBA Summer League for us, aside from we got to see Zion dunk out hard, the jersey game by people. Oh. The jersey game was on. There was a whole team of guys. They had to be Seattle people because they were in the Sonics, the heyday of the Sonics. Yep. Peyton, uh, Kemp, Detlef Shrimp. There was a Hersey Hawkins in their group. (laughs) But people's jersey game was unbelievable. It, was awesome. it would be so our pig roast that we do. Oh, you guys do that? Yeah, we do that. That is our deal. Um, and for our, all of our buddies' bachelor parties, we tried to hey, let's let's go. This this is our jersey night. We would designate a jersey night, and everyone would show up with whatever old school jersey, throwback jersey that they could find that was just freaking. Off the, it's got to be. It has to be just creative. Unique. Yeah, you need to be unique. He was creative. pretty good, but there's no reason you should have his jersey. Exactly. But I do. What I do. Yes. That's why I, I've rocked the Kenny Anderson Nets jersey. That one's like undefeated for <laughs> years. I don't think I've never seen anyone else with no. his jersey. No. But this, it would have fit in well with this. There was a Van Exel last crowd. night. There was a Van Exel who Voy, you, he would have been Voy really proud of that. But Voy, I yelled at the guy and said, Van Exel. He did nothing. He did not respond. There so he was, didn't really uh, buy into the jersey. I, I saw a Hornacek, a Utah Jazz, yes. Jeff Hornacek. There was a Jerry McNamara, Syracuse. Yes, yes. There was that. Yeah. There yeah. was like, but it was like being at like Kane's Pig Rose, our Jersey Day at camp we've been doing for a decade where kids try to win the camp with the most obscure random but it was like adults yes everywhere now it was a laker crowd mm-hmm. i mean it so is it was, a laker there was, mania there was plenty of lebrons there was Shaq. plenty There's of a lot of Shaq. there was plenty of kobe you yep. kobe fans out oh, there the kobe fans. take it easy Can they go away oh they're unbelievable um but now let's get back to the vegas part of this the vegas gambling experience mm. i feel like everybody has a different approach to this right Oh, yeah. In our past time, we were talking reminiscing the last time we were out here, we were craps tabling it. Yes. Which is a lot of fun, but also a, a quick way to lose your bank account. Yeah, you can you can be out real quick. But we found the newest I don't that's his problem. That's dumb. <laughs> to me, it's not new. It could be like for been us. in Vegas for ten years. Yes. Yeah. This is our newest. Yes. So it's video it's video blackjack with a real live human dealer. Everyone gets they deal the card on the table. There's a camera that converts it to your screen, right? Yep. And you all play the same hand, but how you want to. So if we if we get a two kings, 
Kane might split them. I might stay. You know, it, it's but it's all there's like ten of us out yep. there, and at the same time, roulette is happening behind you, and it's also connected to your screen. So I kept calling myself Iron Man because it's just touch swipes, and you're going between your yep. blackjack and your roulette, and you feel like Iron Man, Tony Stark, moving things in the air. But it was a phenomenal experience. It was awesome. Yeah, it was to me, it was the best way to go about it because this this is me. Because I'm not the high roller. I'm yes, not the guy I'm that shows up in Vegas that, that's going to roll down and throw 100 down and, and hey, let's put 100 on this, on black and, and see where that gets me or, or play. I like craps. Craps is, was, was a fun experience. But at the same time, you can lose 100 real quick. Like that. This, I could put 100 in and I could literally play like we did. We did. You got, like and you and Coach Mac went another hours. hour past me. I set, so, yesterday I set a floor in a ceiling. Yeah. The ceiling is where if I get to that goal, I got to call it because that's awesome. But if I also hit this bottom, I got to call it because I'm still up. I hit it and I went to bed. You two kept, kept going. Rolling. Kept going. Kept it rolling. Two, two dealers. Grinded it out. Yep. Two, two dealers. dealers that just kept rotating. And then one guy, the guy was the personality, Rich. Yep. Rich kept coming back. Richie Rich was all about it. He was a telling us. Yep. Given a strategy, he was awesome. Yep. And then Ping, our other dealer, she was she not excited about life. Hated what she does. <laughs> like, there's one thing. Like, if you're a dealer, you're a dealer. Be yeah. have fun with Just, it. Yeah, you can even make Embrace fun of us it. how we're playing. Like, exactly. That was I don't care. Yeah, hickle, ha- heckle, hickle's a word. Hickle us. Yeah. Heckle the hell out of us if you need to. Right. Do what you want in order to enjoy life. Yes. Because, she was not doing that. Uh, yeah, and in turn, it it just kind of you could just feel our momentum go downhill because yes. we're not high fiving, we're not doing no. anything fun. No, because Ping's up there just freaking. McCray kept begging her for a smile, just one smile. Listen to this, folks out there. You probably have been in this position where we found ourselves early. We didn't have ones, and since we weren't at a real oh, table, we didn't a, have the tip deal. chips, right? Yeah. So the you know the what what are they called? The wait, I don't say waitress, but they're just working. They bring you the drinks because yep. you're gambling. And you're expected to tip, and she's well aware that you're supposed to be tipping. Mm-hmm. And that first round, when we had nothing, and just were like, "Thank you," and she stood there, oh yeah, hovering behind oh, us, like awkward. It was awkward, you fucking assholes. And then she didn't come back. I feel like she purposely didn't come back for a rotation, which I get. Yeah, that was to like a certain extent, though. But again, it's not a mandatory thing. It's not a mandatory thing. But it feels, she made it, it feel like it. It feels like it, because most people do. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like you need to be guilted into That's tipping. true. That's true. I get it. Because, again, the drinks take 19 hours. Yes. Granted, we stayed there for 27 hours, so we got plenty of drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still, they take their time. They do. And then they show up with this shot glass of a drink <laughs> if you order a cocktail. Your vodka water was a. Oh, it was a straight shot. Yep, what's it? So, uh, no, but it's a, it's such a unique experience. Like when you're a little kid, I was thinking back when we first came, Oh yeah, you know, we're true. We're you saying, no it, idea. you don't know that this is the real undergrowth. We were <laughs> coming from the pool today behind a family that had kids mm-hmm. and one of the kids was like, mom, I want to play those. And she was like, those are big kid games. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's all you know until you. 100%. All you see is the flashing lights. You hear yeah. the ding, 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 ding. As you're walking through as a little kid, you have no idea. Mm-mm. The stress that is going on around you, the it, money that is being exchanged, yes. and everything else that is Vegas. Yes, like I remember our trip down here and, and hopping in the fountains by uh-huh. uh, Caesar's. Caesar's Palace. Yeah, we had a great time. Circus, circus. They uh-huh. had all sorts of kids things, and 
Did our Vegas parents gamble? Great. Did they gamble? I don't know. That's Did we go thing. to bed and they went out? I'm pretty sure. I would hope at some point they went out and gambled or did something of that. I know Uncle T did. Right. That's a, that's <laughs> that's a guarantee. A fact. But, yeah. I, I mean, you just don't have that comprehension no. as a small child when you come to Vegas. Yeah. What Vegas is truly all about. Yes. Like, I was, I watched these, uh, the family uh, with the three-year-olds walking into the pool mm-hmm. with oh. the two little, 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 little yes. kids. infants. And then one small child with his floaties on mm-hmm. and his, his, and I'm going, that kid's not getting in that pool. No, God, no. Why would he get in that pool? No. In the back, drunk tell him, give him the backdrop of guy passes out at the bar oh, today, the yeah. wet bar, onto his head. That's medical attention, like serious time. And his, I'm going to say daughter. <laughs> it could be anything in I, Vegas. Yeah, I don't think it's daughter. She was vomiting in the trash next to him. Yeah. While they were trying to help this man, and in that scene is when this poor family with the floaties. <laughs> it's pool time. <laughs> Come, come rolling out. What are, going, what are we doing? Why? No. There, there should be a separate pool. Like, mm-hmm. I, and maybe there is, and I just don't know it. Yeah. But there should be a family pool. Like, hey, right. there is a designated family pool yep. where the kids can go. And, and the servers and, will wear clothes. Exactly. Like, unlike what, here. Yeah, you can expose your yeah. seven-year-old boy or even girl to right. what is... Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's, it's different. Vegas is something. But Vegas see, is different. They've got it figured out because here at Treasure Island, paired with the adults... What's next door to us? Next, it's part of it is the Avengers experience. Oh, it's great! Oh, kids are just—they're flying through there. Dad's putting fifty on black. There's no way, and then they're going in to see Captain America. Hundred percent. I mean, they do a really good job of, of catering to as much as they can, as far as the family is concerned. Yeah, but it is still the city of sin. Yes. When you when I got up this morning, we were all rotating through the showers, figuring out our day. I was going to go check out the Starbucks line. Vegas at about 10 a.m. is everyone just holding on for life. Like, hey, I see you. You have a tough one? I had a tough one. I look like I had a tough one. You look like you had a tough one. But then you see the person at the slot machine that was there last night. Same guy. And he's still there or Same she's guy still order, there. Yeah. I don't understand the slot thing I don't at either. all. And people either. just, that's the real grind. I feel like th- those people, there needs to be a documentary on the slot on masters. Yes, yeah, I agree. I've got some buddies that do the keynote. And they love stuff. it? They they love it, and they absolutely dominate it. <laughs> Again, our buddies crack the egg. egg yeah. Oh, does he have a system? Has a system. God, and the fucker, or, there go you go, drops an F-bomb. Explicit. Texts us all the time pictures of the amount of money that the dude wins. At key, is he playing keynote at like the now, grocery store? No, it's still, it's the, old, it's the old school saying, old school, but it's really, I don't know where Void got it, but... Scared money don't make money. Oh, I can hear what saying that. I can hear him saying <laughs> And that. so, as a group, my friend group, they we somehow, we, I don't, but a lot of us try and stick to that motto yeah. when it comes to gambling. That's I'm what our way, buddy Rich the, shed last night. I'm the complete opposite. And Rich, yeah. Rich, Rich was, was all, you got to change it up. In the six-deck blackjack, you got to change your thinking. You got to, what? Yeah. I didn't get it. I just put my $5 out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. Rich, that sounds my, awesome. I'm the complete opposite. Like, right? Small money don't lose money. money. I don't know. Small money keeps their house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but uh, and you can still drink. Yes. But um, but anyway, that's so. Him or uh, one of our coaches on staff has, they just play has had a streak on on the Keno machines where they'll drop, put a hundred in, and come out with five hundred, six hundred. Jager will drop twelve hundred. All of a sudden, twelve hundred. 
comes back with a twelve hundred dollar ticket. I'm going, what? How does this How happen? How in the hell? What kind you of you and I lost our minds because we hit the royal match fifty to one yesterday. And our dumbasses had spent three dollars on the bets. <laughs> <laughs> So we would have spent. Right. If we would have killed. dropped a $100 bet on that. McCray kept telling us we were going to buy the pancakes then if we hit the Royal Match. But we did for 150 instead of the big thing. <laughs> but um, to me, that's a big win. Like, mm-hmm. To me, I'm going, yeah! I texted Kelly right away. I I'm, I'm, did the same thing. Safeway. That's You're a whole like, bundle. It's the, uh, to me, the whole trip right now is paid for the rest oh, of Oh, yeah. Because you don't have to go to the night. ATM for gambling yeah. tonight. Um, I will say that Vegas is, I don't know if it's. Now that I'm 40, we didn't push the button like – I don't think the goal is intoxication. I think the goal is relaxation. Like we 100%. slept in today. But none of us were hungover like, nope. oh, you can't function. When I was 30 out here, it got w- super bad. Yep. So I think we've, we've matured in that. And that maybe we've graduated to that group that does Vegas that way. Yeah. You know, they're in bed by two. Yep. Not the, hey, we went to bed at 6, we're back yeah. out at 8 crowd. Those guys with the biceps today at the pool. Well, yeah, that and the, you, we're not going to the clubs tonight. No. God, no. <laughs> we're not, it makes me we're tired. Not, we're not searching for the hot spot tonight. The Uh-oh. hot spot will be at the that probably the... I hope Rich and Peter are there. Jack, yep, the blackjack machine that we were at last night. Yep. Make sure it's hot again. Exactly. And uh, get our free drinks on. And end up at CVS for a snackable. For a, that is for a, a snack. phenomenal situation. At CVS, twenty four hours attached to Treasure Island. You need a lunchable. You need a Gatorade. Here it is, six bucks. Yep. Hydrate yourself. Yep. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to talk forty series video games. All right, we're back we're talking forty series from Vegas. Kip and Kane, same mobile studio. Like when David and I had in Atlanta, I was with uh, Jeff Jensen in Washington D.C. Mike Schwab in Minnesota. Across the streams has really been on the road. We don't have a permanent home, you know. We exist where we need to. Yeah. Uh, so Kane's checking out my forty series list of video games because, as you guys listened to in our last my last solo podcast with it, a lot of these was him and I playing these games. So I gave him the list. He's been looking at it, a couple ones that jumped out to you, especially in like that Atari one. <laughs> Do you remember? I told everybody the story of changing the color because we made it, it was like Skyview versus CMR. Yeah, on just the TV. On the hue and saturation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my God. And I, then I, I mean, also, I feel like you did this on purpose. You probably didn't. But we had the nice F-15 fighter pilot cockpit style joystick for Atari. Then the other slapdick old school one. And somehow you always had the fucking good one. And I feel like it had like a repeater button so you could shoot faster. But uh, we, that was a fight. for That That made a difference. That did make a difference, 100%. If you went into the game with the bad or old mm. school controller, you always felt like you were at a disadvantage. Yeah, I'm getting screwed in this deal. And so however we did it, whether it was the first person to it, right. or rock, paper, scissors, or just flat out just wrestling match for yes. it. And most of the time I would cry until mm-hmm. I, I got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Then... Yeah, I felt like it gave me a full advantage to 100%, man. Now, the football game for Atari, that, that is so funny to me. Because there was a couple different versions. You had the one that had like the almost like the Pac-Man yep. ghost. Yeah, it was just a square. It was just like the, the, <laughs> it, it looked like a little Pac, the Pac-Man ghost that chased Pac-Man around. Yes. But one team was, like you're saying, black. One team was the white. Or you yeah. could change the color of the screen so it was blue or gray or whatever. <laughs> And you would just kind of move them around, and I don't even know. It was three on three. It was three on three. 
And then they went to, I think, the six-man football version. Yes, yeah, where, where it was horizontal. And now it was horizontal, and then you had the little stick figure guys that they looked like dudes, but they didn't actually, their legs didn't run or anything like that. Do you that. remember the cheat? Running out one Run end? Run one end, and you end up on the other end? Yeah, it was, and you could throw the ball off the screen. <laughs> Do it you, why were, I said this in the 40 series, I feel like you were always better at the adventure, like, next level games. Uh-huh. The Pitfall, Mario Brothers, you could play those fucking games. Yeah. The Teenage Ninja Turtles, you and Mike Boyle played that game. I just watched and yeah. cheered. I can't do level <laughs> games. conquered them. As you guys just, con- Castlevania. We just kept conquering. Yes, why? Are you, have you, is that still the same today? It, well, yeah, I mean, but you play the EA stuff with like my son and stuff online. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still a, a sports guy uh, when it when it's all said and done. But I love the stories. Yeah, of the video games. I yeah. think that would if you don't love the stories, if you don't love the adventure part of it. Yeah, you're probably not going to take the time to be good at it. Yeah, want to win and beat it. And, well, you guys were um, taking the tunnels to level up. Yeah, and you'd find little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they'd be like, "Okay, it's Kip's turn. Kip's back at level one two. You clowns are in the clouds." <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember the rotation. Like you would, we would rotate who was playing. Okay, yes. all right, Kip's turn, and Kip would be dead. Like, instantly. All right, I awesome. <laughs> Mike, you're up, and Mike would get us so far. Yeah, and Kip. Like, oh, hey, man. we need some of that pizza. Yeah, yeah. I got it, guys. Yeah. Keep going. up, and then oh man, Kip. You, sorry, man. I think it's Mike's turn again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, when did we? I think I said on the on the original forty on the pod, we were like two or three years behind the Nintendo Revolution. Like we got ours yes. and we were jazzed, but everyone else had like had it, had it for a while, right? Yeah, because we yep. were getting Tyler Keeter's hand me downs. Yeah. Oh, hey, Tyler's moving on to Gen- uh, Nintendo. You guys can have his Atari. Yeah. He's moving on to Genesis. You clowns can have his Nintendo. Yeah. I hey. remember. I remember buying our first Atari with. Like our piggy bank chain. Oh, yeah. Just counting. I remember specifically thinking about counting the change mm-hmm. up on the counter. And I was like, I don't know what we paid. Right. It was not a large amount. No. It was not a lot. Because it, it was, Atari was old then. Yeah, exactly. But. Do you remember, I'm going to go down. We had talked on a previous pod about Little League Baseball. I said I was always Texas, but who were you? California. 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 I had Stan. Who I had Saul. Saul. Saul and Ward. <laughs> they were so good. Saul and Ward. We were the, the California was the best team, and I had my uh, I had a lineup that I I went and changed. You I could do it. Yeah. I made the I switched the lineup around. I always brought Ezra in. Ezra was always my leadoff hitter. Um, Saul was always obviously fourth. Ward right. Was third. I can't remember who was the uh, second, but uh, then then I had a bunch of just little speedsters. Yeah. Well, you, six, no seven, way. Eight, were you coaching just, then? No yeah, way. Oh, Shocker. Yeah. I was bunting. We were playing <laughs> yeah. small ball before there was small ball. <laughs> we were playing small ball. I was playing small ball before it became big. Before it was the, the, the go-to in, in the leagues. Right. I was playing small ball. I was ball just trying to hit California. bombs with Stan, and that's why you were beating me. But that's why, like, remember baseball stars? It didn't make the list. But you, Kane used to spend hours. Yep. Making his team and not even playing. No, like I come in there like it's on my turn. He's like, Nah, man, I'm setting the lineups. What uh-huh. the? Been here for thirty minutes, man. Play a game. Yep. Um, I want to go down. Do you remember Nark? I don't. I saw you it on your list. Yeah. So Nark is the one where you're red and gr- blue in the riot gear, and there's oh, the streakers yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, brown yeah. trench coats, <laughs> yeah, and you they come and. Flashing. Or you get yeah, hit with yeah. needles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one hit my jaw. Wow. How about that, though? At that age, you're playing yes. a game called Narc. Narc. Where you're literally getting hit with freaking drug needles, uh-huh. drug paraphernalia. And you're blowing bodies up. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
It's unheard of. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, I want two things from you. Do you remember number 14 on there? We This is, I told this 14. story on the pod. You were my basically my prom date because everyone else was at prom <laughs> and I was at home and mom and dad and we, left. And we rented the yes. alien versus yes. further on, on the Atari game. Yes, <laughs> and we thought, we, I thought like, well, this is so sick. This is going to be Who awesome. prom and then on the, my, the back of my head, I was like, God, talk to some girls, <laughs> man. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm playing alien versus predator with my sixth and we grade were in the ba- We were in the basement just posted up in with the pizza. Blue room, just, just posted. All night. Yep. Oh, hey, yeah. we're going to beat this level. Now, you talk about, because I talked about as much as this was awesome putting this list together, yeah. it was also kind of the death as it, as this list progressed. It was like the death of Aladdin's castle in the tilt. No doubt, right? Because we used to love going to the freaking tilt yeah. or and watching these dudes fight. And there were some guys. Like, yes. There was dudes that legitimately were ridiculous in Mortal Kombat, yes. Street Fighter, and a joystick. And How had could it they all, do that? And it was amazing, man. It was, yeah, I'm right. You're right. Where then all of a sudden it went to you could be you could play it at home, mm-hmm. and you got the you, like we got the moves in the book, yeah, that we could do. But yeah. how did they know the moves at the? At yes, the video? I have no idea. They just played enough, I guess, to figure it out, or somehow within their gamer circle, gamer circle, or even was it back then? Yeah, exactly. How, yeah, there's no message what was boards. The, yeah, what was the gamer circle? How would you? Yeah, would you have to just? I don't know, man. It was, but it was impressive to watch oh, some of these guys. I was saying that, like, mom would give us money, and we wouldn't even use it. Like, we just because no. I wasn't about to play them. Dudes. No, you weren't about to jump. Like, you would literally wait around <laughs> and watch and, and just watch people go. And if the only time you would actually play is if there was no yes, one in the arcade, and you could just play that. You could just play by yourself. Mm-hmm. And try and go, and then if, as soon as anyone walked up and started watching, you were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's all you time. You're up, man. You're up. Oh man, <laughs> you're raiding. Dang Whoa. it, dang it." <laughs> and then you would step back and watch them play. Yes, the the modern for you, and these were just mine. As I, when you were in college, yep. um, ha, what were you cat. guys playing? What the were you? Cat. What was your? Because you had a similar to me. I'm living with seven teammates. You lived no. with a bunch of teammates. What so were we you went. Uh, so we went. So the Dreamcast was big when I was freshman year in, in a dorm. Okay. And my buddy, um, Justin Jahangiri, and my roommate, Mateo Toyololo, we were all about the NBA game on the Dreamcast. Oh, okay, okay. Because that was one of the first NBA games that you could do the two-on-two or the three-on-three. Oh, you you didn't have to be five-on-five, okay. And we would go at that for hours on end. And we still text each other about About, that. yes. As far as who used to beat each other up in that in those games, that was that was fun. The Dreamcast, Dreamcast I don't know fun. how it didn't take off. They had remember, okay, so for two K, you could call the plays on your remote and you would see it only. Yeah, they, it was like being a coordinator, and yeah. you could, I could keep it hidden from you. Never had to worry that they were stealing mm-hmm. your play because the damn thing was on your remote screen. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Just probably bad timing yeah. with the PlayStation and the Xbox. What else you guys? Well, had? that was yeah. So then the PlayStation came out, the uh, PlayStation Two. Yeah. And so that, when we moved, when I moved out to the house, 621 Canary Lane <laughs> with uh, Turney, Van Cleve, Elliot. You guys were a show. Oh, it was a, it was a hell of a spot now. That's a whole other podcast. Yes. But, um, so I had the PS2 in the basement, and we had the NCAA football. And that's when they had they had. And you guys, State. you guys make yourselves. They I made Montana you guys. State. Yeah, they had I Montana made you State guys. on the game. And so I went through, I want to say, that was the longest dynasty I ever played. It just was like at least 10, 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. I championship spent, after championship, Heisman after Heisman, and you had the recruits that you literally, 
you had an entire recruiting class that you graduated. Yes, 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 yes. It was ridiculous. Uh, shout out to all your ex-teammates that listen. Uh, Jay Hackett just started following us the other day. But I remember making you guys. Yeah. Like, you know, Jason Searle, my buddy, who I said was the master of that game, beat the Ducks. He's like, you ready to play? I was like, nah. Yep. I'm not done with the DBs yet. He's like, what do you mean? Well, I haven't changed their names. Yep. They're not wearing the right stuff. Exactly. Kane's hair is not long exactly. enough. They don't yep. got Joey's armband. Yep. Turnquist has got to be 86. <laughs> It'll be probably tomorrow. Probably oh, tomorrow. Man, but the you. stadium that, like, the default 1AA stadium kind of <laughs> yeah, looked kinda like your like, guys' yeah. shit. Because it, was it cool. wasn't enclosed. Oh, it was it cool, was, man. And then I just go whoop the shit out of Idaho State. Yep. But then, you know, we'd end in the Rose Bowl yep. with the Cats. <laughs> it was a great time. It was awesome. It was absolutely the, That was fun. And then that's when Xbox came out. Okay. So you guys were in college for Halo. Mid, I was like teaching sophomore, it. junior year, yeah. I think. That's when the the original Xbox and Halo, the original Halo, came out. Yeah, and that was Rebel. huge. Just changed that the game. changed the game. Like every day I came home from class, the classes that I attended, <laughs> that was the first thing you would be like, "All right, who's up? Yeah, who's or or people would already be there. And yeah, be four guys on the sticks already playing the uh, oh, multiplayer yeah. yep. head-to-head matchups, and then and then Halo Two came out with the online online and that's when we could and that play was, and then it was and i was literally at that point i got done playing now i was just involved in the uh just got in the coaches thing and i almost went professional <laughs> video game <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i was nationally ranked halo the team. best part of that is it's a real thing I'm one of my former players uh point guard of mine his brother did that and at the time it was like shut your mouth yeah. No, coach, come over. And he was he was one of the first sponsorships. And now obviously esports is a yep. huge thing. Yep. One of the seniors on my team this last year has started the esports club at Willamette. And they got like gamer chairs. They got he they was like, Coach, you might want to come to our injustice tournament. I say what now? <laughs> exactly. Because if I get to be Sinestro and you guys let me zone, I'm gonna kill everybody. <laughs> Oh, uh, so you guys had the Halo? Yep. Did you have the Call of Duty phase, or did you guys? Were See, you? I was always, I was more Halo. Halo, though. you stayed I was, loyal because I was so. I <laughs> you were so like good. Was so he good. was a professional. I was actually like we would bring recruits on campus. Yeah. And they would talk about, oh yeah, no, I play Halo. I'm pretty good. All right, let's check <laughs> it out. So we would have the Halo. Uh, That's the awesome. Boxes set up. Yeah. And we would play, and I would Jeez. go to work. God. But uh, Call of Duty was it's still. And that's where I played more the, again, going back to our you conversation the story. as far as the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would get into Call of Duty for the story. You want to win World War II. More than going on the multiplayer stuff. See, I would always play the storyline to get ready. I'd play it through so then I felt like I could then go storyline. I'm trying to think, because they used to have counters. And I probably could load the games on my Xbox One yep. of the last couple of Call of Duty. You could probably see the hours you've put in. Oh, guaranteed. Somebody should do like oh. That should be like your Twitter handle, like Coach, K- Coach Kip, X amount. 17,000 hours of injustice. Yeah. And if you come at me with Batman, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else that didn't you saw or didn't see on here? I've, I've talked about it's been fun with Lincoln getting older and Leah. They like to play with their Uncle Kane online. Yep. Lincoln likes NBA 2K. I thought NBA 2K for him was fun because it was almost like basketball education. Uh, I agree. Because we could say, dude, let's go be the 07 Celtics. Kane's going to be with him. Who? 
And now he knows those teams. Yep. Now you know that person, and you, you actually want to go and look them yes. up. And be like, oh, are they really this good? In, in yes. Person? And now have I created a monster because the kid is only concerned about when are their city jerseys coming out? When are they going to wear the retros? <laughs> this is nonsense. The Raptors have wore the black uniforms the yeah. same game over and over. Um, any other games for you at any point that didn't make the list? On the um, Genesis? I think, okay, though, I was just going to say it. I skipped over that. So the NBA Live '95 was amazing. That's you, me, and Gun. Another one of those, yeah, another one of those games that I went for years as far as the dynasty. Alonzo Mourning, he averaged for me fifty some points a game. Was he a Hornet or a Heat? Hornet. He was a uh, Hornet, I believe. Yeah. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, we I used to roll with that crew. Um, and then the Mortal Kombat Street Fighter two games, the, just the Mortal Kombat those fighting games, yes. Street Fighter. One story with Street Fighter, I remember when. Our cousins were at our house, okay. and you and I were, were battling on Street Fighter. You were probably in Bison. And they were watching and rooting for you, and I felt <laughs> I took it so personally that they were rooting for you Thanks, as we ladies. were battling back and forth. And I literally got so pissed off when you beat me in one point. I threw my controller and I walked out. I didn't talk to anybody for like the next I, day I, and a half. I did beat you. It was fair and square. But yeah, I felt a little bad because it was a full gallery oh, and for me. Just, Punch him, Kip! Get him! Get him! <laughs> like, come on! Now, granted, it, it made sense because I, at that point in my life, was not very social <laughs> as far as talking to my cousins. Right. But uh, yeah, that that... That was a memory just from Street Fighter. I remember that. Video games are kind of like, as we wrap it up, they're kind of like songs. If you hear it or see it, it yep. takes you back takes to you back. that moment um, in it. But cross the streams, Vegas with us, and the video games. Content reminder, the opinions expressed on the Cross the Streams podcast are those of the host and the guests alone and do not reflect the opinions of the institutions, universities, or businesses that employ the hosts or the guests.